Welcome to the Sales Influence Podcast, where we talk about finding the why in how people buy. I'm your host, Victor Antonio. Thank you for joining me, man. Thank you for lending me your ears. I always appreciate your wonderful ears. Hey, today I want to talk about uh, why people don't buy, but more specifically, percentages. You know, on average, they've done studies, right? On average, you will close... Again, cross-sectional study on different industries, on average, the average sales close rate is about 40%. Now, it varies by industry, so let's just say that the average is 40%. Those are your wins. 40% is the amount of wins that you have. Now, that means that you've lost how much? 60%. I'm not trying to trick you, right? So you win 40, but you lose 60. Now, here's the key question. Do not fail me. I need you to answer this. Where did that 60% go? Where did that 60% go? Think about that for a second. It's not so obvious. Where did that 60% go? If you said competition, you're partially right. When they looked at the numbers, 60%, what they realized is that about 20% of that 60 goes to your competitor, which leaves us with a total of 40%. The question again is, where did that 40% go? What happened to that 40%? The answer is no decision. Status quo, no change, no decision, 40%. But wait, there's more. There's more. When they zoomed in and looked at that 40% that made no decision, 10% of those folks didn't make a buying decision because of price, which leaves us with 30% who made no decision. Now think about this for a second. 20% went to your competitor. 40% didn't make a decision. And 30% didn't make a decision and had nothing to do with price. So your biggest competitor is not your competitor. Your biggest competitor is the status quo, no change, no decision, which begs the question, why didn't people move? Why did they not make a buying decision? I submit to you that what probably happened is your presentation didn't provide enough value for the customer to go, hmm, okay, I think I'll change, right? Because customers look at three things. Here are the three things I really want you to register. First, for me to change anything, there has to be a gain. In other words, there's got to be an upside. If I change from this Victor to that, your product, what am I going to gain? You know, what am I going to gain? Am I going to gain anything? And they're going to, you know, the first answer is yes, right? Let's say we can tell them, yeah, of course you're going to gain. They're going to say, what am I going to gain? In other words, they want to look at magnitude now. Is there a gain? Yes. In other words, we'll be better, right? Well, what's the magnitude of the gain and how do you measure that gain? And the magnitude has to be worth their interest. In other words, if you say, yeah, but my product is better and you buy from me, we can increase your revenues by 0.5%. Now, again, 0.5 may not be enough to move the needle or we can reduce your cost by 0.5, right? The customer's going to look at that, reduce my cost by 0.5. That's not a very big number, Victor. So there is a gain, but the magnitude is so small that the customer goes, not worth my time. But let's pretend for a moment. Let's kind of go with the experiment here. You have a gain. You can demonstrate that your product can help, for example, with cost efficiencies. Then the second question is magnitude. By how much? 
And let's say it's 1%. And 1% is enough to say, get the customer's interest to go, mm, you know what, 1% does start making a difference. Then the third step, here it comes, here's the tough part. The customer has in their mind perceived effort. That's a great phrase, perceived effort. Perceived effort is basically, what am I going to have to do as a buyer to be able to take advantage of your product or service to be able to absorb or take advantage, get, receive that 1% cost reduction? What is it going to cost me to get that cost reduction of 1%? And if that perceived effort is high, i.e., they perceive it as a lot of work, a lot of friction, a lot of trouble, they're going to go, no. So these are the three hurdles you have to get over. Again, let me, let me, let me rewind the tape here because I really want you to get this. People don't make a buying decision. And in many cases, it's not because they don't want to. It's just they don't see the value. In this case, I mean value. They go, one, Victor, is there a gain? I go, yes, there's a gain. Two, what's the magnitude of the gain? 1%. And if the customer says, I like 1%, but then they start thinking about the third piece, which is perceived effort. And if it's too much work, they're not going to do it. Now, let's pretend for a moment that 1% does move the needle in the customer's brain, right? It, it matters. And the switch over from what they're currently using to your product is a matter of slipping in a card, flipping the switch, and everything flips over. In other words, the effort is low. Then that's a guaranteed win right there. What you need to figure out is how do you communicate to the customer that you're going to be able to, again, reduce that perceived effort. So your job is not only to demonstrate gain, demonstrate magnitude, but then help the customer really understand that it's not that much effort in switching over. This is where a lot of technology companies get caught in terms of their salespeople. Because salespeople will sell the features, they'll sell the benefits, they'll sell the advantage, they'll sell the gain. But in the client's mind, all they see is all the work required to get that 1% reduction in cost. And unless we can help them reduce that, in other words, if we can come up with a way to walk the customer through and actually reduce that perceived effort, we'll be more successful. Let me give you an example. Let's be, let's be real here. And that is, what if I told the customer, I said, Mr. Customer, I said, in order for us to be able to get, buy the product and get you that 1% cost and reduction, it's a very simple process. Week one, here's what we do, da, 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 da. Week two, we then begin the installation and the testing. And in week three, you'll begin to see the results. And by the fourth or fifth month, you actually start seeing the actual numbers. Now, this is going to take about maybe five to 10 man hours over the next week, another five or 10 man hours over the next second week in the second phase, and maybe just five man hours in the actual third phase of this project. So really, Mr. Customer, it's about a 20 to 25 hour investment. But over the long run, for the next year, you're going to see a 1% bonus a benefit on the cost side. Now, what did I just do? Now, now, it's a very broad example, but you get the idea. What I did is I laid out a roadmap for how it's going to work, how it's going to be implemented, and what it's going to take for them. What do I need from you? 20 to 25 hours of somebody to help me put this together. In other words, I need people, labor, to get this done. So in the customer's mind, they go, well, I can give up one person and help you for 20, 25 hours. I have no problem with that. What I just did is reduce the perceived effort. By giving them a roadmap, what did I also do? Give them a roadmap. So again, I reduce that anxiety or that perceived effort because I've defined it. Here's step one, step two, step three. It's that simple. My question to you is, as you're listening to this, when the customer says, let me think about it, that's usually a no decision. They're not going to move. 
And I need you to start asking yourself, why aren't they moving forward? Because in your mind, you probably say, well, I presented the value, Victor. It was a great presentation. They were very receptive, but they didn't want to make a buying decision. And I hear this all the time. What I want you to start thinking about is, did I move the needle? It, was there a gain? Yes. Was the, did the gain have enough magnitude for them to care about? In other words, did it save them enough money? Did, could they gain more market share? Could they increase their revenue? By what percentage? Did I demonstrate that there is a real tangible benefit? And if I did that, and the magnitude is important, did I lay for them down a roadmap, a blueprint, the step, the process, the phases, make it easy for them to say yes? And if you do that, you're going to see more yeses than no. So keep this in mind. It's not about just presenting the value. It's how they're going to execute to get that value that's going to make all the difference in the world. And that is it for the Sales Influence Podcast. Give me some feedback on iTunes, Stitcher, YouTube, Pandora, Spotify, wherever you find me. I'd love to hear your feedback. And after that, check out the Sales Velocity Academy. I'm super excited. We've got some master classes. Sales Velocity Academy, we've got, we're just putting out some great stuff, new courses to help you sell more faster. So check that out. And on that note, this is Victor Antonio, always reminding you, selling ain't hard when you know how. Take care.